Welcome, welcome. You're listening to our podcast, Two Massage Therapists in a Microphone. My name is Mark. I'm a registered massage therapist, registered kinesiologist here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. we got a real cool guest sitting on our couch. She's sitting on this couch. She was sitting on that couch, but now she's sitting on this couch. She's been she a, was wearing she's a headset. A now places. she's sitting in front of a mic. She's been wearing multiple hats Today's today. Today's a good day. Yeah. Thanks. Hey guys, it's Amanda, and it's the third or fourth Monday in a row that we're recording. And the reason I have taken notice of that, yes, tallying stuff down, I'm taking notice of that because we we never used to typically record on Mondays. Like it's Monday, we're doing other things. Podcasts were never a Monday thing, and now we like I wake up every Monday morning and I'm like, what do I got today? Oh, cool, I get to record a podcast because that's not like a super difficult day. Like I don't feel like oh I'm going to work. Oh no, I got to go talk to some people. Yeah. Tough, eh? Yeah, Tough I was just life. gonna say, <laughs> I have a really hard life. Tough well, life. today we've got, I think, I want to say four time or possibly five time guests. This is the Heather. first time solo, though. Isn't Second it? time solo. Second. Oh, we, yes, we that was met way back Heather four years ago, way way back. Ooh, we lost a long time ago when she was just re-entering the massage profession right. in 2019 after that. taking a hiatus, which we just talked about when she was doing some videos. That's why she's you know on hat number two today. Heather actually came which in, hat's tighter? Um, well, definitely the, the one out one. there because. She had to wear the, the Britney Spears mic and it was just crushing her cranium. You really? know, no big deal. No, it's not comfortable like that. My mic. brain's too big. Ah, Your brain is too no, big. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Such a horrible problem to have. My brain is too big. I mean, after listening to you, I think your brain might be too no, big. Heather's no, no. got ideas on ideas on ideas, which is why four or five years later, what year are we in right now? Four years later, why we're still working with you because mm-hmm. you do have so many ideas. Plus, she's eerily like Mark. So, I mean, her and I instantly get along and obviously they get along. You are a bit of a hybrid. (laughs) Like her and I have some similar qualities, but when it comes to creativity and ideas and technology and entrepreneurial goals, that's Heather. Does having ideas get you frustrated? Oh my gosh, yes. Why does it get you frustrated? (laughs) Because I can't do them all (laughs) and I get sidetracked. So... I, I am not diagnosed with ADHD or anything like that. But when I see people posting of like, these are things, I'm like, ooh, that could be that. But I also, <laughs> I did my birth chart recently hmm. and I'm a sun, Aquarius, moon, Scorpio and a rising Gemini and everything I read on my rising Gemini, which is how I guess I interact with the world or the world perceives me. I'm still learning all this stuff. Um, that is 100% why I'm, could be why I'm all over the place. Hmm. I think the one line it says is, you're a jack of no- all traits, master of none. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, I saw somebody recently posted. There's actually a, another line to that saying. It's yes. jack of all trades, master of none. It's better to be a master yes. of um, some than a master of one or yes, something like that. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. It's it, Yeah. So really, this is actually a good thing. I always used to think jack of all trades, like it was more of a negative connotation, but I think it's a good thing to why be a little you, bit why good Why did at you everything. think it was negative? I think people always used it in more of a negative context. Like, oh, you're not the best on the team. You must be a jack of all trades. I got that a lot. Yeah. Huh? In volleyball. Yeah. It was definitely more of a, ne- because I would consider myself the same. I don't think there's any like few things that I'm really, really good at. I'm like, okay at a lot of things. I know pieces of information about a lot of things, but I don't say there's one thing that I know inside and out and I'm like the expert on this thing. No, I know a little bit about a lot. That's me. Yeah. I think there's a lot of pressure that comes with being a quote unquote expert on something. Totally. I don't think I'd ever want that. 100%. I don't yeah. I don't want that. That's pressure. It is. Yeah. That is a lot of pressure. That's my brother. So he's master of Oh, that's right. He's he like a yeah. nanotechnology. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he yeah, has yeah. A, he's a... I'll be mad I'm talking about it, but associate professor at University of Nottingham in mm. nanotechnology. In, well, I don't know, he's teaching 
engineering and thermodynamics and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Nerd. But, uh, <laughs> but we're just so, we joke because we're so opposite. Like people don't even think we're brother and sister sometimes. Like I've literally been like, oh, this is my brother and introducing it to a friend. And they're like, oh, your brother from another mother. <laughs> I'm like, no, same mom, same dad. Um, but that's just, I think, another piece of evidence of how we're so different that he is, he's very focused on one and he knows not one but like that's a big topic mm, yeah. even though it's a little thing um but very focused on that and then if you ask him something outside of that he's just like not oh, my area i oh. don't know where yeah. i'm like oh i probably know a little bit of this and a little of that and, and you yeah. and mark um when i said you guys are eerily similar one thing i've noticed about both of you if there's something you don't know you are both very resourceful in knowing how to find this information and figure it out both of you are self uh, guided learners and you both take the initiative to just figure something out. I don't want to delegate unless I choose to delegate. Heather I don't want to I don't want to I like, don't want to yes, delegate yes. because I'm forced to. Yeah. I want to delegate because I want to delegate. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I find that both of you are like that. Like when I said Heather's an idea person, but you guys both also execute. Like she'll have an idea, we'll talk about it. Maybe she'll say, "What do you think? How do what do you think about this?" I'm like, "Yeah, this is great." And then, you know, 4 months later, she's like, "Look, I did it." <laughs> and it's awesome. So, I'm going to have her reintroduce herself, oh, but I'll gosh. tell you that is why she's here today because Heather recently for those of you that follow her on Instagram, if I'd say that's probably you should. You should. Um, but she's been talking about this this thing that's coming and she launched it on November 17th, and it's basically it's I mean, it's two things. It's a social media planner. So for those of us that are massage therapists, I know me personally, I got into this profession because I don't like sitting behind a computer and I don't like paperwork and I don't like, I mean, yes, there's a certain amount of all of that that comes with what we do, but really therapist was the thing I wanted to do. And I know there's a lot of therapists like that that don't want to work on their business, but know that you have to. Mm -hmm. So Heather's taken some of the work out of it. So it's a social media planner that has um, workable links that basically can help you come up with a content strategy based on what's going on monthly, weekly, daily. And um, it's really, really beautiful too. Like, very aesthetically pleasing. Thanks. And then the second part, and again, she'll talk about this, is actual content. I know from teaching business courses that that's a big thing. A lot of massage therapists are like, I mm -hmm. just don't know what to post. Mm. Like, even if I have the time to do a weekly or, you know, maybe three times a week posting, what am I posting? Once again, Heather's done a little bit of your homework for you to make these things a lot easier. So she launched on November 17th <laughs> and the word is getting out there. People are starting to see what it is, but we brought her in to do sort of an introductory video that will be put up on Massage Therapy Media and it yep. should be out soon. So if you have purchased the packages from Heather, a little bit of a how-to on how to use them. Although if you've already purchased them, you'll see they're actually very user-friendly. You don't need this. But for those of you that are on the fence about purchasing it, you can watch the video and get a little more insight to what it is and she's got about 27 other ideas so we thought we should also <laughs> podcast today nice. so after that introduction heather for those uh haven't heard the other episodes you've been on because yeah i think you were on once alone yeah. Yeah. and maybe two to three times with nicole um the two I, of them three yeah, yeah the two of them were uh hosting the massage therapy podcast which is still currently on hiatus but you know we all have hopes and dreams that it will come back <laughs> maybe one day <laughs> maybe when one i finish day. these other thousand ideas yes exactly <laughs> go back so reintroduce yeah. yourself to all of us. Who are you? Um, Heather. I'm a Rivers RMT. If you find me on Instagram, that's where I'm most active. I'm trying to dabble into TikTok, and but it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard, I find, in the fact of, yes, we're a service-based or industry and 
yeah, I can show that, but we also have limitations based on what mm-hmm. we do, privacy, as well mm-hmm. as most people are undressed on our tables. So mm-hmm. we have to be respectful of that. So um, anyway, so I have been practicing, uh, again, I've written this before. That's a hard question for me to answer. I always struggle answering that. I started um, in 2013 after graduating Sutherland Chan. I worked in the Durham region and in the Coburg area for two-ish years, give or take. Mm. I said no more. Um, I, the, you can listen to the other podcast to hear the whole story. <laughs> but I swore I would never go back to massage therapy. I was mad when people were booking. I was mad when people weren't booking. I just didn't feel in control. There was I wasn't making enough money. Um, all of that, I said fuck it i'm out i'm done sorry mom i just swore and (laughs) (laughs) um i'm out i'm not doing this anymore and i left for three years i worked um i was a waitress i worked um for if you know napoleon uh, barbecues Mm, and things mm -hmm. i worked for them as the administrative assistant to the executive administrative assistants to the owners and ceos um i worked for uh a uh, plumbing supply company owned by my friend Erica, who's in the massage world, by her dad. And it was just like a smaller family run business. But mm-hmm. I learned a lot from specifically those two companies on branding, marketing, um, just running a business on the back end, right. financials, processes, policies, all of that. Um, and I think that is huge for when I came back. Um, mm-hmm. There was some other stuff. But I st- I don't know if I still can get into it. But I worked for a big employer in uh, Durham region. I actually, I'll say I worked for Durham College. Mm-hmm. I didn't last. I was let go. Um, can't go into any more detail on that. But um, leaving there, I said, I'm going back to massage because mm-hmm. I wanted to be my own boss again. I'd met Nicole and I was the infamous line after my first treatment with Nicole when I wasn't a massage therapist was, oh, if I go back to massage therapy, but don't worry, honey, I won't. Um, that's exactly how I run my business. Three years later, mm-hmm. there I was knocking on her door and the four year, last four years have been history. So <laughs> that's kind of the gist of it. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, so um, so what led to what Amanda was talking about with the digital products yeah. was, um, honestly, I've taken a, lo- a few courses with Mark and Amanda, one being... Uh, the business course where we talked a lot about branding too. Mm-hmm. So I was really good having that background knowledge. And then Mark kind of just funneled it into like how you do that for your massage therapy business, right, right. Um, which I think was really helpful. And then from there, I just knew I wanted to be on Instagram because that's where all my other fellow millennials are. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> millennials and, you know, Gen Z that's above us. Yeah. They're usually on Instagram, and that was kind of the demographic I was going for because I felt I could wait, wait, grow with them. Wait, wait, do you mean Gen X? Gen, Gen X, sorry. Gen Z or Gen younger than I always They're forget. on TikTok. Gen X, I know. None of that's these, why I, I don't know any of these. Gen X, Gen X. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's your your generation that's on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes, um, because I thought I could, yeah, grow with them, right? I my yeah. How I approach treatment is um, I'm focusing on your entire wellness. We'll address injuries as they come up or previous injuries, and but for for me, mental health, wellness, and how we can integrate that. I want to make sure you're sleeping because nothing can heal your brain or your body unless you're sleeping. Mm. Um, so I thought, start on Instagram. And I was just familiar with Instagram. Nice. Um, had a lot of ups and downs, I'm sure. You could probably look at my Instagram feed and 
see the seasons and <laughs> growing through it. But that is, and we talked about this when you did take the business course with us, that's part of the whole branding. The people that have been following you for a long time and the people that are really like loyal to you, um, yeah, like that, they feel like they know you. Like you're very authentic on your Instagram. People know like when you're in office, when you're out of office, <laughs> when you need a mental health break day, when, you know, you're moving and the struggles. And, you know, you. I actually love that you took a piece of advice from us and you took us on this oh. whole journey of like moving and renovating and letting people like, help you pick out the tree i got i think i told you this i got so invested in it every time every time you put up a poll of like this color or this color i took this very seriously i wasn't just i wasn't (laughs) just picking willy-nilly i was like what do i really see for heather here let me see which is so funny because from my end i was like oh nobody cared about this like i knew like a few of people so let's say on my answered every damn poll yeah i don't know if you noticed (laughs) no there are there are quite a few loyal and i appreciate you um but let's just say like if we're get to the nitty on the back end of it yeah. is um i probably have anywhere from 50 to 100 or more people see my story every time it's up yeah. but maybe three to five people interact with it mm-hmm. so sometimes you're just like ah nobody cared nobody really cared but then the people who do care really care so yeah. then you're that makes you want to keep going you're like i don't care well about- you know i i don't think it, there there needs to be a reaction to mm-hmm. to anything that you post for someone for, for you to judge it as someone cared or not to be honest with you because there's so many things that i might find that are really interesting and i'll visit your profiles over and over and over again and i might not do anything to it or with yeah, you're it, not interacting right? but you're I might, I might not but yeah. that doesn't necessarily mean like uh, it, it, it went unseen mm-hmm. right so and i do that a lot too like there's mm-hmm. certain people i follow and i don't necessarily interact with all of their stuff Stuff. But if I see something that's sort of like an ongoing plot line in their Instagram, I'm looking for it. I yeah, want to see yeah, the next yeah, story. Yeah, I'm yeah. looking for it. In your case, like I said, I responded to all the polls because it was something that we talk about in the marketing and branding is like, you know, let people see the behind the scenes, right? Mm-hmm. Again, it just helps people to get to know you a little more mm-hmm. and they're really invested. And then when you do re- reopen at your new place with the renovations, people want to come in and see. Yeah. They're excited. They watched you go through the whole pro- whole mm-hmm. process. And then I would come in and be like, you didn't pick my paint color, man. <laughs> well, which one did you want? I forget. I actually don't remember. I, maybe, I don't remember maybe either. Maybe you did. <laughs> it was like a year ago. <laughs> maybe you did actually pick my paint color. So don't listen to me. <laughs> yeah. But that's, that is sometimes the evil side of of Instagram because you're seeing like they always say everybody's um, highlight reel yep. or where you talk yourself into a self-fulfilling prophecy or you're mirroring in the sense of like my confidence is oh do people I'm posting this but I don't know if people want to look at it and then I interpret people not looking at it as people don't want to know like and that is sometimes the negative side of yeah and you I, I'm always self-talking of like, who cares? Just put it out there. Just who put cares? it out there. Rick Rubin, I've been seeing him pop up all, because he's, I guess he's got a book out now, maybe. I don't know. But he's always talking about art and artists. If you guys don't know Rick Rubin, he's a hardcore music producer. But any which way, he's always talking about art. And he is like, music is art. And he's like, good art comes from creating something that you want. The audience should not be in the sights mm. of your creation and you create something because you want to create it 
and you put it out into the world and if people latch onto it they latch onto it and if they don't they don't but really good art comes from you wanting he's like, the last thing i posted was he's like it's like a page out of your diary mm-hmm. whenever you create it's a page out of your diary you're not writing a journal entry in your diary for someone else to read and go yeah i like that or no you're doing it for you mm-hmm. right so I, I i i love when people just kind of keep going on it just keep doing mm-hmm. what you're doing yeah. posting the stuff that you want to be known for you know versus what you think someone's gonna enjoy or get likes or followers and most of those fucking people that have like thousands and thousands and thousands mm-hmm. of followers especially people that you don't really know who they are go take a look at those followers they're all fucking bought 100 percent. right someone you paid and, for yeah. those yeah 100%. so you know and you go through ups and downs of that so uh and seasons for sure um there's times where i'm like i'm very much enjoying and i'm like what i'm posting and right. i'm like ah oh, whatever if one person liked it like i don't invest in it i i'm not tying my self-worth into yeah, it yeah yeah but we're all human too and when i'm having my you know i'm not in a great place my anxiety's high whatever um i am start i do start to apply my self-worth to it and then i have to have another like reality check of like Mm -hmm. who cares and but sometimes i like scrolling back into what i've done and being like oh wow look at how far i've come and i've learned what is what does that conversation sound like when you when you gotta pull yourself in Mm -hmm. Just like, who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Fucking cares. Yeah. Who Sorry, cares? Mom. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, mommy. Sorry, mom. <laughs> <laughs> who cares? And and um, I I always joke. I, I'm sure people have seen it on my that like my partner is like the back of in the background of my business too because I'm always using him as a soundboard. So mm-hmm. sometimes it is him. Um, we like to take the dog for a walk and have really like I call them philosophical conversations on things, and we get into like we both read Brene Brown and all these different types of books. So sometimes it's him pulling me out and him, even him just being like, I'm proud of you for how far, like you're doing amazing. Like mm-hmm. you have to stop and recognize that too. So sometimes it, it is myself that can pull it out, but sometimes I, I do rely on on him right. or other people around me, but it's mostly him because I just value his opinion a lot. Well, I'm glad that he can, he can pull you back in because um, as I was saying on your Instagram, whether you know i've i've never gone and scrolled through your whole page to Do see it. the different seasons Do but it. maybe one day i will but i i like one that you can go back and look at that that your new followers can also see the growth because like i said it makes us really get to know you and even if you feel like nobody's watching um there are people that are watching and do feel like they know you like when i'm when i mention your name to other people in the massage community like people do know who you are because you are consistent mm-hmm. online. You have a presence. People know who you are. And I, I mean, isn't that part of the purpose of us yeah. being online? Like just having visibility, being a person that people know provide value. You have RMTs reach out to you all the time for advice on different things, you know, when it mm-hmm. comes to mental health, because you brought that up. Mm-hmm. People who will, you know, use you as a sounding board, they wouldn't do that if they had no idea who you are. But you've given us all a glimpse, you know, mm-hmm. you let us see yeah. what you want us to see, but you've given us a glimpse into you. And when it comes back to, you know, Mark's example with Rick Rubin and art and mm-hmm. doing it for you and not the crowd, you have to do it that way because otherwise we wouldn't know who you. So if ever, if we get it all the time, we put something out, whether it's through two arm teas and a mic or massage therapy media. And instead of taking the content that we've put out for what it is and either I like it, I don't, it resonates, it doesn't. I can't tell you how many people feel the need to say things like this was good, but next time use this type of lighting. This mm-hmm. was okay, but it would be better without this music. This was, why don't you? And I was like, this is very strange because this is our 
creative decisions. Yeah. This is our creation. We've put I, like why why do you, you think that your input on like the music mm-hmm. is really important right here? Because then we wouldn't be doing what we were intending to put out into the world. And yeah. then it becomes it becomes really um, inconsistent and not authentic. And then, then it's a whole mess because mm-hmm. then we're not even sticking to like our brand. Like Massage Therapy Media has a very intentional look and feel. And even though we have all of you guys that are really awesome contributors, yeah, your faces and your touch are in there, but it's all under the umbrella of, or just like, you know, Mark once compared it to like MTV. Mm-hmm. There was a, a very yeah. specific yeah, look and feel to MTV, right? And if they started listening to everybody's input on what MTV should look and feel like, it wouldn't have been MTV. No. So like your Instagram, you do what you want to do. And some people probably don't care Mm -hmm. if it, you know, if somebody's not into something like mental health awareness and that's a lot of what you post, fine, keep scrolling. But the people that really are, are, you know, if they have a question or they have a thought or they need some advice or some guidance, direction, whatever, like, oh, Heather will know something mm-hmm. because yeah. you've just always been that consistent Sorry. presence on <laughs> on Instagram, at least. Millennials and Gen Xers, we know how to find you. Yes. And that's that's my people. Right? <laughs> there you that's go. My people. There you go. But it, um, talking to that, um, it, yeah, you have to stay true. And even like it's nice to have this pep talk from you guys because there are things that I've recently, like over the last year, I, I think last winter as a creative outlet i started getting on the like the reels and i was doing like the voiceovers like the, i loved your reels yeah and it was just because this is such a busy time like we're recording in december right now it's a busy time for rmts it was just an outlet to just be goofy mm-hmm. and somebody in a closer circle said to me like oh i hate those things i hate i hate when people do that i think they're brutal i think they're that and honestly that has still sat with me and that didn't come up until just talking to you now that i'm like why did I let that one person stop me from doing that? Because hmm. people were enjoying that yeah. and it was yeah. making people laugh. And I don't think I'm a funny person, but I'm a goofy person and I'll stand up there and mouth this thing and be goofy. I'm sorry. My favorite vi- little video <laughs> I did was the one where I'm looking over <laughs> like you're laying on the table and I'm like, I'm sorry, I haven't introduced myself yet. And it's like <laughs> me pointing to everything I do. And I'm like, and that took like no no time to make, and it was fun. Yeah, and I'm and again, I it's g- giving us a glimpse of mm-hmm. Heather the goofy side, right? Yeah. Because you might not know that because you do have a very polished Instagram. That's part of your branding. Mm-hmm. It's very like aesthetically pleasing, very polished. But there's also like a goofy regular girl who like you know makes reels in the same black hoodie because she made 17 yeah. in one day <laughs> <laughs> or my or my ghost trend one. I love that one because I love Halloween. <laughs> do you not know what you're talking? But no, I'm like, what? what? It's the, um, you'd have to go look it. I did it last year and then I remade it this year. It's the, one of the trendy, I can't remember the name of it. Um, Oklahoma is the song title. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, everybody was doing this ghost trend where they would take photos with sheets over like with their friend and they're right. drinking oh, beer yes, and yes, that. Yes, right? yes. So, okay. so I redid it again this year and, and coming up with like, literally I might be in the middle of treating and I'm like, Ooh, if I did that and then if I did that and, <laughs> And, oh, I should do it like this. And I should get Nicole to take a photo of me, like, folding laundry, like, (laughs) as a ghost and things like that. And, like, everybody's making these ghost figurines holding a pumpkin. So I'm like, well, I'll kneel down and hold a pumpkin. (laughs) And it's just it's just silly and fun. And and I need to get back to that. And now you guys have given me a little bit more confidence in that because 
it's just goofy and who cares there's yeah, enough fuck, negative on the internet yeah, fuck what anyone thinks about that <laughs> shit. Oh. no and like and that's the thing is there's something that's for everyone i mean i always bring up nikki in conversations because she's here so freaking well, often she's an epic person <laughs> but nikki will tell you right off the bat if you're gonna follow her she's like my instagram is like pictures of cats and puns and i will never post inspirational quotes because i think they're stupid mm-hmm. and us, on the other hand, a lot of inspirational quotes, uh, Mark posts song lyrics that resonate with him. Some other people might read the song lyrics he posts on our podcast page and be like, I don't even know what that means. Oh, I love them. But I'm always like, yes, let's do that. Right. And somebody. <laughs> we write it, Dawn. And somebody's watching and they, and they resonate with the song lyrics. We know that Nikki's going to read our inspirational posts and like she doesn't care about it. Right. I, I don't have cats i was about to say i don't like cats but i don't want everyone to kill me but i'm not i'm not a cat person guys i'm sorry one we're both allergic and you know yeah see heather's allergic too cats are unfortunately not my friend and mark finds them a little shifty yeah Uh, so i I don't blame you you. i've been attacked by a cat steal my wallet if i (laughs) turn around yes yeah when they stare at you as they knock something Uh, off the counter cats are evil fucking geniuses so you know tread lightly yeah i should probably post more my dog because a lot of my clients have dogs and end up asking about him so i'm like I feel there like you I go need to post well sometimes you him. do you'll post things yeah. of like you walking with a dog or whatever yeah. that's fine but more yeah everybody's got like their style and when i'm mm-hmm. scrolling through my instagram whether it's yours whether it's nikki's whether it's mark's mm-hmm. i don't have to read the names i know exactly. who it is like you guys have given me enough insight on i mean yes i do I live with Mark. That's a little bit different. But like you and Nikki, I know you guys because you come in here and you record stuff with us. Mm -hmm. But for anybody listening, like Heather and I don't talk outside of work. Like we're, you know, we're not, not like I call her on a Friday night. Hey, what are you doing? Oh, no, mostly like, like, oh, I like Juris Pose or comment or like little things. We talk about work, but I know enough about you guys that literally I'm scrolling through Mm -hmm. and I can say like, that's Heather, that's Mark, that like, I know who you guys are. Mm -hmm. The other one that's like that, and I have to give her a shout out because we're talking about social media is the evergreen RMT in Barry, Candace. Yeah. Yep. Candace is also very identifiable. Yeah. I mean, there's tons of RMTs I could say that about if we're talking mm-hmm. about Chantel from Haven Therapeutic. Yes. I can always oh, identify I her post. Yeah. Oh. Cassie. Uh, yes. Yeah. Cassie. So there's lots of people mm-hmm. that I'm like, you guys are, I know who you are by your posts. And that's, so when it comes to social media, for those of you who are like overwhelmed by it and you look at somebody's Instagram like Heather or Nikki or Chantal who like, you know, they've got this down pat mm-hmm. and you feel overwhelmed by it. How can you help them? How can I? How help can them? you help I them? I love the transition. I know, right? <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, to start, I've launched two products. I have a couple others um, in the wings that um, I'm hoping to launch early 2024. Nice. Um, when I take my 10 day break over Christmas, I'll be working on that. <laughs> um, so the first, it start my what started this was I was talking to my like my colleague Nicole, who's she's been in business for 14 years. She has two little kids at home. She's like I've kind of she doesn't have time, mm-hmm. and she's like I don't know what to put out there. And I've heard that from a lot of other therapists. I don't know how right. to use the technology. It scares me or intimidates me. Whatever. Um, I don't have time. We all have busy lives. Um, and I don't have an interest, which is totally mm-hmm. valid too. Like Amanda said, you want to be working in the business. You don't care about working on it. People were telling me all this stuff, and I kept hearing this. And because I'm like Mark, I'm like oh, my brain always just works in the background and solves these problems in the background. And again, talking on these long walks with my spouse is like, well, why don't, why doesn't somebody just build this? Mm -hmm. And then I actually, I did find there are packages on Etsy 
that are very similar that people can buy. But when I was flipping through them, they were very American based, right. which is fantastic. But here in Ontario, we have a lot more regulations or different things. And I find the ones that I've seen, and you can speak to this, but mm-hmm. a lot more generic, like not, there's yeah. no option for customizing in yeah. some of them. Yeah. yeah. So that was one thing I wanted to bring into it. So that's what started that. And then I thought, well, why don't I just make a package that's 52 posts that's easy for me to do. It did take me four to six months, but it's easy (laughs) for me to do. Um, And then that's one post a week for an entire year. It ended up being 60 because I wanted to include more things. (laughs) Um, So the idea is you can buy this package. I call it like this, this content package. Sorry, I don't remember my titles off the top (laughs) of my head. Um, The massage therapy content package. Uh, So you can purchase this and there's two ways you can purchase it. You can, purchase the actual photos so the digital photos i should say i'm not mailing you a package of (laughs) (laughs) printed out photos um but they you can't edit them they just come as they are um so i would send you a zip file and you would extract that there's don't worry instructions to (laughs) teach you how to extract those zip files and then you literally can just they'll be on your phone or on your computer and i believe instagram has um put the option to post from a desktop now not just from a mobile which is fantastic um and you literally could just upload them save them in a file on your computer or on your Mm -hmm. phone and you can just upload them as you want or i highly highly suggest using some sort of scheduling software whether Mm -hmm. that is in canva hootsuite Mm -hmm. i think later has one there's a few out there so and some have free versions um to use so like Hootsuite, I was saying to Amanda earlier, Hootsuite used to have the free version. You could post 30 scheduled posts in a month or at a time. I think now it's down to three, which mm-hmm. kind of sucks, but go research that yourself. <laughs> Even if you're not posting to several different platforms, yeah. like like Facebook, you can schedule a post. Yeah. You, all of these yeah. platforms, you can schedule a post. Yeah. You, can, you can also post, connect your Instagram and your right, Facebook, exactly. which they, they're owned by Better. So of course they're yeah. linked, but you can say when I post on Instagram, post the exact same exactly, thing yeah. on yep. Facebook. Yep. So... Again, now I'm going into all these. Things. Well, you were so, talking about the, the, the length, the different ways. The so you you were going into the second yeah. option, yes. which is the customizable option. Yes. So that's why you brought up the scheduling yes. software. Yes, yes, yes. So the second way you can purchase both right now, I have two different content styles packages you can download. Um, is to buy the Canva specific template link so you would get that i would email you the link you click the link it'll take you right in and you can if you use already use canva Mm -hmm. you can go in and use templates and they're um, customizable and you can put your own colors your own photos everything you can switch out the photo even if it's a stock photo they already have a different one you can do that use any of the and i and you can use this if you use the free canva or the paid canva just be aware that there may be what they call elements. Any is a photo, a text, a graphic, anything could be the paid version. Right. So if you're trying to export it or download it or whatnot and say you want to pay for something, just you have to go back and change something. And there's a little price tag. If there's a price tag and you don't have the paid one, then you can't use that. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. have to pay to use it. So anyway. Sorry, I just want to ask the question. So yeah. when, when they get the link then, mm-hmm. um, as, so you've created all of these in Canva yeah. and then all they would have to do is like, it's easy as like click to change the color. Yeah, like, you literally could just click. And they also have a feature that like, um, so I'm just gonna, because I can picture in my brain the my minimal sleek minimalist. So there, it's like a sage green, black, white, vibe to it you literally could on the first post 
um, there's green a green element on it. If it's the background or a banner or something. Click that and then switch it. Let's say your Nikki and it's hot pink. Yeah, mm. you literally click that. Find your hot pink color, and it will ask you at the bottom. Do you want to change all the green to pink? You go yeah. Now mm-hmm. the entire sixty posts nice. changed to pink. So you've literally done everyone's homework. It's yeah. so easy. You have a oh, I have a cursive text there, and that's not your your clinic. It doesn't have cursiveness. Um, click the cursive text. Pick the font you want. Do you want to change the rest of the fonts that are in this cursive to this one? Yes, I do. Nice. I like it. Yeah. So it does streamline it, um, and then you can um, schedule a post or download them again from there. I will say Canva needs to. It's growing as well. So this file in Canva would be 60 posts. You can only post one of those 60 posts, like schedule it at a time, but you could also copy paste, break it all up right? however you want. Um, but yeah, those are the two. And I offer them in the two. I already said the sleek minimalist, which is like, again, the sage green, black. It's a little bit more um, like sleek, like straight mm-hmm. kind of lines, um, geometric. And then I also did have some stock imagery in there specific, like if it, I'm talking about how it's a hot stone massage. There's a photo of somebody getting a hot stone massage. Um, and then the other one I'm calling boho, which is going to be more of your natural colors, like beiges and peach tones, um, more cursive writing in spots. I'm very much big on two different fonts, like mm-hmm. within a, a post and just some graphics, whether it's like a little uh sketched flower in the corner like that's just super minimalist as well um just clean but boho chill mm-hmm. yeah i dig it yeah so those are the two content packages and again i have um more on the way uh i guess podcast sneak peek one of them is going to be a quote one that we were talking about <laughs> we were <laughs> um with nikki uh, so maybe not for her, but uh, it, it'll be quotes. Because so my idea is like these are posts with the quote. It's going to be a 60 package as well. And then this massage focus. So it's definitions, descriptions, right. has like the CMTO, what is massage therapy, mm-hmm. um, who it can help, how it can help, treatments it can help, you know, like what shoulder dysfunctions can it help and things nice. like that um so the i call these filler posts and that's not to like undermine them or minimize them it just is something that you can throw up there's two posts a week for yourself that you don't have to think about yep. and it's information and people can get from it that you don't right. have to go and create yourself right. so that's why i call them that filler posts. well like you were saying then the people who are like ah oh, it's just so much and this is such a full-time job mm-hmm. well then they only have to maybe put effort and focus into one post a week and then they can use if they want like they, yeah. you could use all of mine for all 30 days exactly. there's two months if you if you get both packages yeah <laughs> exactly four you months use... worth of posts that you don't have to think about um but my thought was like because I, I i try to mix things up throughout the week um I was also writing something out um, earlier that might be like a free, if you sign up for my newsletter, you might get in the future. Nice. Um, but I was talking about like my approach to Instagram to start. And again, I learned a lot from you, Mark. Uh, I post, if you look back, I try to post when it has to do with my clinic, the days I'm in my clinic. So when I was first starting out i was in monday wednesday fridays my thought who knows if it worked that way Mm -hmm. was i post monday wednesday friday because then people get used to seeing me on that day Mm. right and then if i'm not there they don't think about me 
where I'm not at work. So I don't want to be thought about. <laughs> right. Don't you think about me on yeah. a Tuesday. Well, yeah, exactly. Don't think about it. Don't talk to me. Well, now I'm in Monday to Thursdays. I'm, I still post, try to post three times a week. It doesn't always happen. You, you can probably see big hiatus where I'm an entire month I didn't post because mm-hmm. I was burnt out. I didn't want to. And I'll be completely honest, I'm like booking six to eight weeks out. I don't need to post right, anymore. Yeah. I don't need to drum that up. I just like to, as again, a creative outlet yep. or to post information. I always try to post what my schedule is at the beginning of the month. I think I forgot to do that for December on Friday. I was a little busy. Um, so I try to post like December and January schedule. It just, again, shows where I'm in. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times that that post alone will get my clients to go and book because they'll be like, oh, I see when she's in the clinic. I yep. can go in and do yeah. Even though they could already go online and book and see that anyways, it's just a prompt for them. Like I said, I always post when I'm out of the office. Yep. Um, well, the fun get to know me stuff is yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to do more and then those. stuff of value. I mean, I know you do that as well, where you might just put up like a purely informational post. Yeah. And I think that's that's important too, right? Mm-hmm. To get people like they want to continue, like people who know your hours don't need to come to check your when I'm in office post, right? I mean, no. they might, but they yeah. don't need to. But if you're posting stuff that's just interesting, then people will come back. Yeah. I like, I like your content package. Oh, I'm you. not going to lie though, getting to see all of your stuff today. I think my favorite thing was the planner. Okay. <laughs> I, I really, I, just the way my brain works, mm. like I said, I will come up with an idea, but sometimes I come up with that idea too late. Yes. Because I wasn't looking far enough ahead. So she has once again done Mm -hmm. all of our homework and made like a planner for the entire year that has all the important stuff. And not just like the regular important stuff. When I say regular, like everybody knows when, you know, certain days are like Valentine's Day and Mother's Day. No, no. She went into like, you know, mental health awareness and pink shirt day and epilepsy day and rare disease day. And like, I don't know, everything. There's a day for everything. There is. I went on like... I tried to also cater this planner to Canada. Not that I wanted to eliminate like anything national holidays in the US or anything, but I just, again, it's back to when we were talking about like the Etsy packages. Everything is the US and like I have a love-hate relationship with the US, but I'm just, it's nice to see Canadian things come out there. Um, And so my thought was like, why doesn't an RMT from Ontario where we have the largest concentration I say that loosely. I don't know for you're, sure. You're right. Okay. Um, of RMTs, why don't we have something that we can use that somebody's mm-hmm. made for us? I'll selfishly say both of these things too that I made, I benefit from as well. So if nobody buys them, <laughs> I still benefit from them. Right. Yeah. So a little bit of made selfishly. Um, but I tried to like, I went on the Government of Canada website, all all these different websites, some from the US and tried to pull the dates that were super important or I think that an RMT would, might have a patient or mm-hmm. a follower that may belong to this group, uh, mm-hmm. whatever it is, maternal mental health, yep. um, Down syndrome day, uh, like I said, rare disease day, Every pretty well every month has a cancer awareness day or month um, as well. Yep. Um, I recently was talking to an RMT who works a lot with cancer patients and he's like, there's not enough visibility mm. on an RMT who works with cancer patients too. So I was trying to include them as well as um, Pride Month, Black History Month, Hispanic right. History Month, Indigenous, Reconciliation Day, 
specific and like these that's a very specific to canada yeah. one too right and canadians want to purchase canadian products yeah yeah you know what i mean like i quicker yep. way quicker oh it's canadian cool yeah done deal yeah let me ask you a question about your sure. your your 10 days off that you're going to do and you said you're going to do some work <laughs> in these 10 days off how does the how does your workflow go like i'm going to set my alarm i'm going to wake up <laughs> then i'm going to sit at my computer at 9 we had a whole discussion about this when you went out oh, to yeah? buy the cord you and i are the same you're exactly really? the yeah. same yeah i gotta well, get up and gotta, get going yeah. Yeah. I was just I was just saying to her that you are you're not a super strict schedule person, but you're no, a ritualistic God, no. person where like when you get up every morning, you have an order in which you do things. And if you don't get up and like immediately go and shower and like get ready for your day, if your day gets 45 minutes behind and the rituals off, like if you get up and maybe like sit with us and have breakfast, because mm-hmm. that's not something that Mark does. He doesn't get up and like sit with like the family and eat breakfast. He gets up and like goes and, you know, does what he has to do. And I was saying to her, like the ritual is what I think focuses you for the day. Like you got up, oh, yeah. showered. Oh, you... for the day if I don't do right. that. Right. Mm-hmm. And so happens. Heather apparently is exactly the same, yeah. Yeah. whereas I'm very different. <laughs> I feel like the I feel like the day's done. It might yeah. be 1040 in the morning and I haven't done anything yet. And I'm like, well, fuck, it's going to be 12 soon. That's going to be three soon. It's going to be six soon. It's going to be nine soon. It's going to be 12 soon. I might as well just sit around and do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Even though 12 is <laughs> 13 hours from now. Exactly. But yeah. 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 No, that's, that's definitely me because I'm a... If I don't do any of that before 2 p.m., I've learned of myself, I won't get it done. My brain, it's like my brain shuts off. I work like in my um, practice mm-hmm. with my patients. Three days a week, I'm kind of in that one to seven, give or take range, because that gives me the morning to do all those, because I feel that that's where I'm the most creative. I get up and I have all these ideas. I need to work on this. I need to get this mm-hmm. done. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. And I, I am also, I'm also somebody I can sit down. I'll put something mindless on the TV, yep. usually the office, and... I'm just laser focused and I can knock it all out. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I, I try to do that after two, no, it doesn't happen unless it's like seven o'clock. <laughs> so there is, so there is, there is science behind this. And I'm going to find the article at some point because mm-hmm. I referenced it before that there are some people like your, your brain um, has like certain parts of the day where you are like the most focused and able to focus and to be the most creative so when you said like i can never do anything after 2 p.m i feel like that's my sweet spot like you get me like this time of day i'll work my ass off you ask me at like 9 a.m to do something i can't tell you how many mornings like mark will be getting up to come into work because he's he's a morning person like you were i mean this morning was different you couldn't sleep since like three but but there's a lot of mornings where he's up and showered by like 6.30 and I don't actually even get out of bed till 7.30. Mm. So like by the time I got up, sometimes he's already been working for a couple of hours and I he's don't, got stuff done. I don't and like, like to you, s- something mindless is on the TV and he's yeah. just working. I don't right? like to start work late. No. I like to start work early. I'll, I'll work all day long if it yeah. needs to be done and I'll work into the late evening and blah, 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 blah. But I like to start early. I can't yeah. start like two o'clock. I'm like, what the fuck? I can't start. Your then. day's done. That's yeah. exactly it. I can yeah. roll. And I'm the I can, exact opposite. I can still be working from <laughs> six in the morning to two o'clock to, to eight o'clock at night mm-hmm. to 10 o'clock at night and work nonstop. But I can't start halfway through that. Fuck yeah, no way. And, and it's like that with anything like chores. Yep. Going to the grocery store, like yep. we we were talking off mic that like my special is a little bit more like Amanda. Like he does get up r- like four thirty every day for work, so on the weekends he sleeps in, but that's sleeping until eight, seven, eight, which is yeah. still pretty early, right? right? Considering when you sleep till like eleven because he used to work till three in the morning. Yeah. Um. So 
he's kind of more like you has to get up give me an hour to have my coffee but in that hour i'm like we could have been to the grocery store and back i could i've already done three loads of laundry i think it's like a meme of like oh i think it was from um uh parks and rec or something she's like oh you're up i've done this laundry i've done this i solved world hungry and i've adopted 15 puppies yep That's you me. you guys are us just in reverse because yeah i i get up and i will like you know go to the kitchen i have like a ritual there like where i like i mean after i brush my teeth it's like to the kitchen where i have to have like my warm salt water and then i have to take my supplements and then i have to make my breath and then i have to and so by the time i sit down with my coffee i've usually already been up for like 45 minutes mm. and now i'm sitting down with my coffee and i need another 45 minutes where i'm going to sit there and i'm planning out everything that has to to be done for that day and then I have specific order in which things are going to get done in a schedule Mm -hmm. which is very different than the way Marcus he doesn't schedule things he's got a list of things with deadlines and he just does things as as the day goes on creativity probably right as the creativity hits him I'm more like this is happening this morning and so sometimes he'll say to me like what are you doing today and I'm like I have so much to do and it maybe doesn't sound like so much to him but because I've already scheduled it by hours I know how much everything's going to take and I'm like I will not finish this by three o'clock when I got to go pick up my kids so yeah we just a little bit of me too (laughs) we're a little bit different in the but no the the whole like most uh productive and creative in the morning I think you are like that too like you get up and you just start working and I mean you could probably be creative anytime it's whenever it hits you but you're very productive in the morning and I love that but I'm just when it com- not. When it I'm comes so to slow work, in the morning. When it comes to work, the morning for sure. Yeah. When it yeah. comes to things like like music or something, fuck it. it. It's never, I never like wake up and I'm like, let me play my guitar. Like yeah. that's always something that happens way, way later into the day. No, but you're right. When it yeah. comes when to the work, work is done. When it comes to work, yes, you guys, that's the reward. you guys get up and move. Once I get going, like once I've got my plan and I get moving and sometimes that's not until 11 a.m., 12 p.m., and that, but then I'm on fire. And like the afternoon, I will get so, so much done when you guys are ready to like wind down a little bit. I'm like, no, let's go. I'm good to, mm. yeah. good to work. What's the feedback been so far on your product here? Good. Yeah. I think people, I, I'm not, I'm going to say there's been not a lot of orders, but I haven't, you haven't done as, anything. I haven't really, pushed as much yeah, as I would like to. Anything, but um, but I, I also was like, this is a marathon, not a race. Yep. Absolutely. Um, uh, it's been good. A lot of people like verbally have been like, this is really cool. This is awesome. Even like post like people commenting mm-hmm. really cool and stuff. It's again, it's a hard time of year, but I also, this is also could be a sweet time of year mm-hmm. to start planning. Mm-hmm. If anybody is like me and you do take time off or the beginning of January, especially with the planner. Yep. Um, cause like the idea would be like, you know, let's say January, I might do mine two months in advance. I'll look at January, February. Is there already a day on there, a mental health day that I, that is my niche when we talk about niche, mm-hmm. even though I have a love-hate relationship with niching and all of that. Um, is there something here that relates to my niche? And does that spark creativity? What can mm-hmm. I... And then build that and then build in posts around that, the filler posts around that right. or the schedule posts uh, like that. And so starting here and then extrapolating out mm-hmm. and, and then scheduling a little bit in advance. So that was my idea with having the content planner being launched now right mm-hmm. yeah so i got a couple things what is the love hate relationship with the niche i know i needed to hear <laughs> that's that the first, that's the <laughs> both first of one. you just yeah. <laughs> so i get i get niching in the sense of like with what you teach right, right, um right. but sometimes i don't I, I it's hard to explain but sometimes i think it's done in the wrong i don't know if it's done the wrong way but i'm trying to think of everybody 
is like i think right now a lot of people are like oh massage therapy pregnancy right that's an e i hate to say it, an easy niche to yep but it's an easy it is, because it is, it is. there's a massive demographic that needs it mm-hmm. um but we like nicole and i talk about this all the time and maybe we just haven't understood where our niche is but like right. we don't have i think sometimes niches focused on the person so like yep. pregnancy or cancer patient or an athlete right. right where maybe my niche is more broad it's not about the person I, i'm I so glad you, you i'm so glad you brought this up actually yeah, yeah it's not specifically the person it's how i approach i agree yes. with you 100 yeah. percent on this because you don't have to have a niche that that your practice is only about this at all what i think you do need is every marketing campaign needs a target audience, right? I, yeah. You need and to be speaking to somebody. That, that's, that's where I think it, it, where people lose it, right? And so I'm, I'm fully with you. Like mm-hmm. you do, you don't need to have your practice being like, this is the one thing that I do and I mm-hmm. really don't want to do anything else and blah. You can have a very broad practice that sees a whole bunch of stuff and your your niche could almost be like your approach to, to doing whatever you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. There's, there's so many different ways you can use a niche and that's why I'm glad you brought that up yeah. because when I say that word when I'm teaching the business class, a lot of people get really flustered about it because they're like, but I treat everybody. That's great. It doesn't mean you don't have a niche. It doesn't mean there isn't something about you that differentiates you from other people and that you like, you know, there, there, there can be a niche. So me, for example, I see probably a little bit of everybody, but when I had to step back and think about like what my niche is, I was able to recognize that like, who do I treat? I treat like the, I mean, just based on where I am in the demographic, I treat a lot of families. So a lot of your regular middle class families that, um, you know, both parents, typically, if there's two parents in the household are working, a lot of people who work like nine to five desk jobs, and then there's some tradespeople and you know, that, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And it made me just a little more focused on who are who are my niche, who are the mm-hmm. people that I'm talking to. And I could actually paint a picture of these families mm-hmm. that I work with, you, right? You so I have, have a, a family profile. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. That's what I was like. I I can understand who it is I'm talking to. Is it a niche like I work specifically in the perinatal world? No, mm-hmm. it's not a spe- like super specific population. But I do have a client profile, and it's just like you know we'll take we brought up Chantel earlier. Chantel has a client profile, mm-hmm. right? Yes, yeah. There is a niche there. Is she going to turn somebody away because they don't fit into worrying about if her place is trans inclusive or body positive? No, mm-hmm. but the people that that matters to, she's talking to them. Mm-hmm. So there is a profile there. So yeah, I mean, I'm glad you brought mm-hmm. that up because people hear niche, they automatically think they have to have like, I work with athletes or I work with, no, you don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's great if you have that, if you want to do that. Mm-hmm. But if you're somebody working with the general population, there's still a segment of the general population that you should be talking to with every one of your marketing campaigns, like Mark yeah. said. Mm-hmm. I think the... Um, it came to me because I was struggling to be like, where's the part that bothers me about niche niche. Sometimes I think uh, at the conference I heard about, heard these in a few different spots and mm-hmm. Nicole and I really got talking about it. It was a big key point that her and I discussed on the way home was sometimes niching down and being extremely specific with your niche mm-hmm. is a privilege of being in a very populated area. So yeah. So right. I think that's a huge thing too. Um, even though Oshawa is pretty populated in Durham region, I have people all the way from Bowmanville to like Ajax Pickering coming to see me. 
even us compared to Toronto, mm-hmm. it's harder for us to niche down. And we still have a lot of like, um, I, I don't know if there's a better term for it now, like blue collar type jobs versus, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Even though we are getting a lot of Toronto people with right. the pandemic who have moved. But then her and I were also discussing because I met somebody who is from Napanee. And she's like, I even struggle with this because I have to be a jack of all traits right. again. Yep. Because she's like, at one point, I think she's been treating for like 20 years. She's like, I, um, there used to be only like five of us or yep. three of us. And so I have to be good at, at least somewhat good at everything for everybody. But then maybe that's where you guys just said, it's the way you approach. So I know I have a lot of people, um, a lot of referrals I'm getting from friends and family because that's the only way I'm accepting referrals now, not only because I'm busy, but for a safety reason, which Mm. is a whole other thing that we can get into. Um, A lot of people have referred and they've said, oh yeah, my whoever referred me, my family member or friend referred me because I keep saying I can't find somebody who's, who I can connect with. Mm -hmm. I can't find somebody who I feel like is going to listen to me or I just literally that connection. So then I'm kind of like, sure. Yeah. Come on in. We'll see if we can connect. That connection is so fucking important. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So important. Yeah. Yep. So I, I had to beg my doctor. I was having a lot of neuro issues and I had to fucking beg the guy. Mm -hmm to send me for an MRI. First, he's like, it's soft tissue. I'm like, it's not fucking soft tissue. Like, can you, one, respect that I have a certain knowledge base, two, respect that I know my body, mm-hmm. and any which way. So I had to beg him for an MRI when he had all of the imaging come back for soft tissue stuff. He's like, it's not soft tissue. I'm like, I was fucking telling you that weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So I had to beg for an MRI. And then I get my MRI and he's like, I, I need, I'm going to send you to a spinal surgeon. I said, okay, cool. That's, that's what we need to do. He didn't end up sending me to a spinal surgeon. He ended up sending me to a referral to a pain clinic mm-hmm. in Oshawa. Mm-hmm. So I show up at this pain clinic and I got, I got to buy these doctors like a bottle of scotch each. Mm-hmm. One, this is the first time ever I've had a medical doctor truly, truly respect my knowledge base. Like when they ask, like, what do you do for work? And I tell them what I do for work. It's like, oh, well, you know exactly what I'm talking about here. Mm-hmm. Then like, I don't even, I don't even need to explain this stuff to you. Yeah, I don't like, need do to get you want the diagram me to? Out. <laughs> and I'm like, no, 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 it's cool. Like, don't, don't bother. I'm good with it. Right. Yeah. And, and they were just like, they and just, respected your knowledge of yes, your own body. Yes. Yeah. And they, they, listening. they listened to me. And I was just like, oh, you guys, man, like this is the first, this is the first time I've ever had a really good positive experience with a doctor mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. ever connection is so so it was kind of mind-blowing for me because i mean in 15 years he's right anytime he goes for an appointment i always know, come back going Fuck he's idiots. got, he's listen got to neuro problems in both his lumbar spine and now his cervical spine so the lumbar stuff has been going on since well before we met even and i'm always you know the nagging wife like there's got to be something more we can do try going it and the problem is he got to a point where he's like what's the fucking point nobody listens nobody does anything i end up with basically the same result at the end which is there's not much we can do you kind of got to live with the pain Mm -hmm. Uh, you know here's some high (laughs) here's some like hardcore painkillers that and then opioids opioids exactly so there's never a resolution and so when this came up um the night before in the morning of, I could see that he was already feeling a little defeated. And all I said to him that morning, trying not to be naggy, I said, can you go there with like this much 
of an open mind. Like just like, let's see, maybe these people are going to be different. I honestly didn't have really high hopes either. Having been through this same cycle, it's like, go to the doctor, get the imaging, imaging bad, refer to a neurologist. Neurologist says, go to orthopedic surgeon. Orthopedic surgeon never calls. Like this is literally the cycle every single Mm -hmm. time. And so he goes to the clinic and I had a a client that morning and I heard him walk in after his... um, after his appointment and uh, the client I was treating is someone that knows us really well. And I said, Oh, I'm like, I'm hoping for the best, but expecting the worst. And you want to hear something? I heard you come in and sit down quietly. You didn't throw your keys. You didn't sigh. You didn't like, I can, these walls are paper thin. I can hear. And I'm like, huh, he just sat down, started doing his work. I come out of the appointment. I go to him. How'd your appointment go? And he kind of like, cause you know, he, he was in some pain. So he kind of like turned his chair, barely looked at me. So I couldn't see his face, but he went, it went good. And then he turned back to his work and I just walked away to go wash my hands. I'm like, what just happened? <laughs> and then I came in, I said, well, what do you mean it went good? And he, that was the first thing he said. He goes, they listened to me. Like, how simple is that? Just actually taking a minute to have a connection with the person in front of you and just listen. Yeah. Like every time he goes to a doctor, they're like, oh, you got, okay, fine. We'll do this. We'll do this. We'll do this. And then nothing happens. Mm-hmm. Nobody listened. Yep. And maybe that's my niche is listening. Because <laughs> it is. I have so many patients that come in and say, a doctor, your story yep. uh, all the time, all the time. Or they come in and, oh, I just had an MRI and they're, and they're down mm-hmm. because... And I'm like, well, what what was the report? Did you, s- oh, I have it right here. They say I'm unremarkable. I'm like, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. And they're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, did they not take they not the time explain it to, you? What's going to on? explain this to you? And they're like, no, and I'll literally sit down yeah. and be like, this is what this is. Oh, okay. You know, an osteocyte, that's what this is. And yeah. that's what this is. And and how we, how I can support you through this. I like, I use that term a lot. How mm-hmm. I can support you through that is. X, Y, Z. Like when I go through, um, I think I did a video on this too. When I go through like a health history, Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I see here you have high blood pressure. Um, Do you feel it's stable? Do you have concerns about it? Honestly, I'm sorry. I don't care what the number is because that's not my role. Just what are your concerns associated with this? You tell me your concerns and then I tell you how I can assist and support Mm, and help with that. And I try to let my clients know, like, tell me everything. I don't care. Tell me when your last period was. Tell me mm-hmm. everything, your last bowel movement. I don't care because I, I, Nicole and I like to say we're almost like the triage nurses of this world that like because we spend so much time with a patient, we can potentially recognize red flags yep. that other healthcare yes. workers can't recognize, especially with our palpation skills. Even though they like to say that there's no way we can palpate certain things, 100% we can. I think you said this earlier, like it's just you, when you were talking about um, a case you had where somebody mm-hmm. like if you were blindfolded, they felt completely yeah. different before and after certain things. And I have, exp- so I treated a very pregnant person the other day and I put my hands on her. I'm like, I can't tell you exactly why, but your body feels different. I've been treating you for a long time. Your body feels different today. Something is different today. Something is happening. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know if that means like maybe labor's coming soon, but like you just feel it, different. Something feels was so it the different. Heat on the sacrum? Uh, no, it was the way her muscles were just responding mm-hmm. to everything. I was like, something is so different Neat. today. I love that stuff. Yeah. And so, yeah, like you said, I, I didn't know what I was palpating. But I, I put it in the notes. I palpated something different. It was just a different feeling. I've had a lot of um, like almost term, very close to term. Yeah. And um, 
I always find the heat coming from the sacrum is more when they're closer, which makes sense. It just yeah. physiologically right, yeah. makes sense. I had <laughs> I had a client, um, second pregnancy. They came in the day before their due date and I we almost had a bet with each other like I'm like I'm not gonna see you like if you have to cancel I'm and you cancel the day of I don't care all my pregnant people get a pass at that yes. right and I said but I'm not gonna see you at the one appointment before that I'm like peace have fun I'll see you <laughs> shoot me an email if you got a moment I'd love to hear how you guys are doing mm. she's like no I'm gonna see you at the next appointment I'm like no you're not but okay shows up she's like I told you I'd be here I'm not <laughs> missing this and so I said, okay, awesome. uh, clearly you're getting weekly updates. I don't know everything because I've not been through the process, but I've learned a lot. Um, but I'm like, you're at weekly. She's like, yep, almost every other day, I think at that point or something like that. Mm. And she's like, nothing, not dilated, not a face, nothing. Baby's still sitting up high. They think they scheduled an induction a week later because they're like, we think you're going to go another week. Like, okay, well, today's treatment. I'm just going to put you to sleep, okay? Mm. <laughs> like, I love putting my pregnant people to sleep when they're close to that time because, and because, after. Because they need rest. They yeah. need it. She's like, sounds good to me. Knock me out. I also have a beautiful table now that also I can get them in supine mm -hmm. and elevate them a yep. bit. Like, it tilts up. Right. They all were like, this is magic. I want to li live here. I want to <laughs> sleep here. I can lay on my back. <laughs> Honestly, I needed that like during my second yeah. pregnancy. I needed that as like our bed at home at to home. sleep. I had to sleep propped up. They yeah. Oh, the heartburn. Yeah. Oh, the well, heartburn. so I see her and that was, let's say a Wednesday, Saturday, I get a text message. Baby's here. I'm good. I went into labor not even 12 hours after seeing you and mm. gave birth not even 24 hours later. And you later. felt the heat on the sacrum? So, felt the heat on the sacrum and I'm like, she wasn't anything when I saw her by like that evening in labor because I think I saw her at like 11 o'clock. So by 11 o'clock then. massage school was the yeah. same way. She calls me and she's like, I'm so achy. This baby's not coming out. Can I come for a massage? I'm like, sure, but you're gonna. this baby's coming out like yeah. within I know we can't claim that, 24 but... hours after we do this. And well, she called me from the hospital. She's like, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So I had um, this this patient that I was just talking about um, has not had their baby. I mean, unless it's happened since we've been sitting here. Like I saw mm -hmm. them a few days ago and I did follow up because like I said, the, the tissue just felt different yeah. to me. And I hadn't experienced that with this person or with anybody like just this. It, the response just felt very different. So I said, like, how's everything? She's been feeling a lot better than she's felt in weeks, though. So maybe mm. that was it. Like there was a lot of tension and stress. Yeah. And so she's been. So I said, oh, it's all good. But she has another friend who saw me when she was pregnant and um, she came for a treatment and she went into labor within 12 hours after getting the treatment. So her friend said to her like, Oh, be careful. You're going to go into labor. So when she left last week, she for sure thought she was going into labor. And I'm like, no, no, I, I don't like induce labor. Imagine it was that simple. Imagine oh we could God. do that. <laughs> well, and that's, that's the other thing with doctors too. They're like, don't like for a pregnant person, don't get a massage. They can't touch your feet. They can't do yeah. this. Da, 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 da. They're going to put you into labor. And I'm like, I can't put you into labor. <laughs> All I do for my people who probably go into labor after I've treated them, they're like, you did this. I'm like, no, your no. body was already doing that. Yep. I just held and created a safe space so your body could take a moment to say, I am safe enough to do this. And mm. that's what the body needs mm. to be able to do something like that. That's all yeah. we do. 
That's all. I really hope there's no doctors actually who believe that like there anything about a are. massage can induce labor because once are. again, if are. it was that yeah. freaking easy, say. Yeah. I would not have had to get induced why, 14 why, days why late. Why are you hearing <laughs> that doctors are saying that? So I had a couple questions. One yep. was about niche. Yep. So I'll ask them both one time. Yep. Um, do you suggest when someone's creating a post schedule that they take time out and they just create a whole bunch of stuff all at one time? And it's like, okay, these are the, this is the stuff that's going to go out for the next two months. Yes and no, as much as possible, I would say. Right. Um, again, I, I, like I learned from you. I learned, I just want to throw these out there, uh, Gary B. And mm-hmm. I learned from, um, I can't think of her name. Mm-hmm. Um, she's another social media. And they talk about almost batching. Right. Batching tasks email everything so i say yes as much as possible so that it's something especially if you are somebody like myself who's running your own Mm -hmm. thing you have all the hats on um it can be running in the background but am i like you sometimes where i just get a spur of the moment idea and thought and i want to post it yeah that can interrupt my schedule so so like when you said earlier amanda like i have such a like curated and sometimes i don't feel like it is because it's not as curated as i thought it would be and if you looked at like the feed part of it it looks a little chaotic but Mm. cohesive Mm -hmm. but that's because i sometimes i say that's my gemini coming in i'm over here (laughs) i'm planning it all out and then but i get these spurts of like oh this needs to go in this needs to go in things like that so if you can try to but also don't this is how i am i'm very fence sitter but also don't Get yourself to a point where you're stressed about it if it's right. not. By the way, nobody else can see, but seriously, she calls this chaotic. <laughs> it's it is so, chaotic. It's so freaking clean and well branded <laughs> that it's it's probably because I follow some branding companies. Yeah, and of course, those are they're professionals, right, at it. And so I'm like, oh, mine's not good but enough. This, yet. But this is yours, and that's <laughs> yeah. what I mean. Like, even if there's a slight, if your if your brand is chaos, which I believe my brand is chaos, then it's okay if it looks chaotic because that's who you are. But yours I does am. not look. Chaotic you can also at see all. like there's times where uh, everything's lighter colored right. and has like a light. Like my photos might have sometimes I'll put like a like a white square, my white color square, and mm-hmm. then I'll turn down the opacity so it mm-hmm. has a white. Uh, filter over it right. and then there's other times you're going to see in there where everything's dark yep. that's literally nothing behind that other than my mood mm. but i'm but and again i'm like oh i need to stop doing this but i'm like but that's me that's you that's but that mood. is you like my I said, mood changes i yep. go from i want yep. everything white and light and pretty and airy to i am a dark moody witch like yeah, yeah. <laughs> have you have you thought about have you thought about the associations across Canada and offering their members some sort of discount on this? I haven't thought that far. Yeah. That's a great idea. Right? Approach yep. the RMTO yep. and say, hey, this is something that I want to offer all of the RMTO members yep. and here's a discount code. I'm just, hey, hap- I'm just, just happy she approached massage, massage, hey, therapy massage therapy media therapist. first. Those are my first. You know, <laughs> but yeah. that's that's an easy yeah. way to go and that way you might not have to do all that that kind of massive amounts mm-hmm. of advertising and marketing on your own. You know, yeah. the yeah. associations might be happy to pitch that out to their members to say, hey, look, this is something else that we yeah. have for you guys. As- I'd want to build my product line bit more um that's the other thing of why i made it like a digital product obviously for digital marketing world but um honestly i didn't think i think like very minimal cost under 50 dollars because i already had a canva pro that's 150 for a year so that is kind of like the nice thing of and why i'm not so stressed about like i have to move this i like because i'm not a physical product base i haven't sunk money into did you did what was the level of excitement leading up to your launch date or was there one from me or from from you (laughs) from me very excited yeah (laughs) because 
like, again, I saw it's a problem I wanted to solve. Yeah. There's like three pillars to it. A problem I wanted to solve to selfishly, again, if I make this and nobody buys it, I can Who use it. I'm using it, yeah. And honestly, I wanted, I have a limit of how much I can treat. I'm not somebody that can treat all day, all day long. I hit, Amanda and I were talking about it earlier, five clients mm. in a day, five appointments in a day, and I'm, or five hours, I am wiped, absolutely wiped. Mm. I'm a zombie when I go home. So I try to keep it between four and five, four days a week. I can't do more than that. My body hurts. So in the world we're living in, I needed a passive income. I right. needed something else yeah. that like, I want to maybe get into teaching and things like that, which I will have to exchange time for money, mm. but I wanted something else in the background. Mm -hmm. That's just the world we live in right yeah. now. That we need different avenues of income. I'm the only one looking after my retirement. So yeah. it, they, that is a part of it. I but Well, and on another selfish note, like you brought up the conferences. So Heather, like, you know, she does videos for massage therapy media. She supports yes. us in ways she, uh, you know, came to the conference to volunteer. Like yes. you already, and like I said, you're a person that people in the massage world come to to bounce ideas off of or get advice or whatever. So you've become a person that people are already like, like learning from for free mm -hmm. and it's not selfish to be like okay well like obviously i have something of value to add let me make some money off of this yeah. so like yes it's the world we live in and people mm -hmm. always want to have side hustles but you're already giving away so much yeah. stuff for free and providing so much value that you, you should be getting paid mm -hmm. for some stuff yeah. But yeah, you were talking about going to the association. So yeah. I don't know if you were like really paying attention as Heather and I were talking, but she wants no. to offer. I mean, now we or haven't when talking about we were talking out there because now I'm in. I mean, now. Yeah, yeah. you're yeah. I mean, I hope so. Well, I got headphones on. <laughs> <laughs> but we were talking about um, because she has contributing so contributed mm -hmm. so much to MTM and like yep. doing the industry news. And she's done some other videos on mental oh, yeah. health and social media marketing and whatever. Yep. She wanted to offer something for MTM members. So cool. it will be good going up nice. we're just in the process of creating it where like anyone who has a massage therapy media membership can get discounts on the current products she has mm -hmm. and like hopefully this product line is just going to keep growing yeah. and, and getting more cool stuff has anything else that like i would love a product like this or like yeah. a, a contact package that looked like this yeah that's the design or the information like let me know like if you want one that's straight pregnancy right done i'll make it like nice um, I'm hoping this will grow because it, again, it is a product that like, I don't have to worry about taking shelf space or expiring or anything like that, that like we can grow. So like, yeah, I'm excited to so offer where is, so many things. Where does our audience find all of this stuff from you? Um, so if you head to my Instagram, that's probably the best way to find the link or my website. So I'm uh, rivers RMT on all the platforms. Um, actually I think my TikTok I made it millennial RMT because I didn't rivers RMT wasn't up and I was like, Oh, this is cool. Um, <laughs> Or you can head to my website, riversmassagetherapy.ca. In the top corner of that, there's a link or from the drop-down menu on the top left side, the three lines. Mm -hmm. um, it'll say Heather's Design space or design Studio. I've just kind of named it Rivers RMT Design Studio like right it. now. You nice. can uh, go there. It is a um, square um, platform. So I think it's like riversdesignshop.squaresite.com mm -hmm. um, but I'll be sure to give you guys the link that you can uh, uh, post Sweet. everything uh, when we post that video. It's exciting. Right yeah. on. And, and for anybody listening, this is the end of the episode if you've made it this far. I know. I am, Why wouldn't you make it I'm far? giving you another sneak peek. Um, 
Heather kind of alluded to it, but her and I were talking a lot today, and I think she is going to create a course that you guys would find incredibly valuable. I'm not going to give away what it's about right now, because that you will have to stay tuned for. You want to see me go on a rant? I am super passionate about this. this. Yes, she's super passionate about this subject matter. And um, she came in and said to us, I'm thinking of creating a course. And both of us said, yeah, do it. Do it now. And so there will be a course eventually coming out. By Heather, and of course, Massage Therapy Media is going to promote it, so you oh, won't have to look very guys. far. I love it that you're action and you're not just a bunch of talk. But oh, it, I love it, it. it. I love it. it. I am too, uh, I don't know how to say it. I am talk too. Like my family has seen me do a lot of things before I become a massage therapist. I'm not, mm. I had rivers designs where i was i have a cricket and i design things well that didn't really take off everybody and their mom has a cricket now like nobody wants to buy anything from anybody so that didn't happen i one year was like heather's or heather rivers bake shop and at christmas i ran a fundraiser and made cookie jars and everybody bought those so i've it's it's that's maybe the serial entrepreneur of like i've had all these things and people don't but they failed but people only see the things that were a success and then they're like, oh, you just get things done. Well, no, I've failed and I've tried a lot of things that didn't but that's pan all a- out. It's but, still all but action. it's still, still all action. action. Still all action. You're bringing the ideas to life and some are going to fail. And that's the thing that, you know, Mark has said many times. We've had people on the podcast who have really great ideas and they they start and then if it doesn't take off within like the first couple of months, they're out. And all three of us in the room know, like you said, with this product, it's not going to expire. Mm-hmm. But even if it doesn't take off for another few months, like you're not going to stop doing it. No. Like nothing is ever going to gain any traction if you're not consistent and no. you don't keep working at it. Exactly. That's that's a go see Gary Vee if you need help with that. Because <laughs> yeah, he's all about like it took him years to get started. Like don't think... You know, how many posts of like Oprah Winfrey who didn't get going until she was in her 50, like things yep, like yeah, that, right? Yep. Like you can't think of just overnight and it has to be right now. If you want something that's going to have legacy and traction and going to last, you can't. Yeah. It's a marathon, not a race. So. You got it. Yeah. Right on. Thanks for hanging out. This is good. Oh, thanks for having me. You guys have been listening to two massage therapists in a microphone. Peace. <laughs>